Peace, love, and blessings, beautiful spirits. Welcome back to the Spirits and Poetry Podcast and Frequency. I am your host, Jorge Quintana, and this episode is titled False Prophets. If you want to support the growth of this podcast, please rate and review on iTunes. It would greatly help. And also follow the podcast on Instagram at The Spirits and Poetry. And you can also follow me personally on Instagram and TikTok at Jorge Quintana Poetry. You know, I've been putting a lot of effort on growing myself on social media, and, and I found myself in this conundrum, which partly is inspired this podcast episode, where on the one hand, I, I want to grow, I want to continue to establish my platform so that I could eventually get some passive income from it. On the other hand, I'm, I'm starting to grow more and more conscious about what happens when you start to monetize uh, from your arts, from your message, and especially when it comes to spirituality. Once you start to monetize a message or a practice, it, it, it starts to feel very sticky and, and, and you start to, or at least personally, I feel like I'm starting to walk this like fine line of not wanting to feel like a sellout, but at the same time being cognizant of the fact that I'm here to secure my bag because ultimately I'm here to establish a strong foundation for myself and this includes my finances. So the reason I'm titling this episode False Prophets is that in my time on Instagram and now even more so on TikTok, I, I see the, the spiritual TikTok, the spiritual talk, the abundance of messages and people engaging in this community. And what I'm really starting to notice is the abundance of spiritual messengers who, who share their messages, but with, with either hidden intent or hidden agendas, or it's like they're just throwing messages, or better yet, regurgitating messages that have been talked about by other people or prophets from the past. And so you end up with this, you know, timeline or this, you know, these, this information that comes and it's oversaturated with people promising a, a key to happiness or promising life hacks or spiritual hacks that can take us to a, a new realm or mainly a lot of what's been talking about is taking us to the fifth dimension where everyone is abundant and you don't have to worry about debt or hunger or be afraid ever again and it sounds like the perfect paradise of a world. When in, in reality, um, and this was actually brought up by, by a person I, I follow on TikTok, Laura sends, uh, and what uh, they were talking about really is, is a reference to the law of one uh, that says that the only way that this planet can become or can start vibrating at fifth dimensional energy is if the majority of the people on this planet are vibrating at fifth dimensional energy, meaning they are vibrating at a, at a high frequency of love, manifesting, you know, with knowledge of self, connecting to source. And, and you can turn on the television, you can look out about in the world, and, and, and it's not quite there. And, and so this fifth dimensional world or this fifth dimensional promise is, is just one of the many messages you find. I, I've also found uh, one very potent strategy used by content creators is the for you message where they start a video uh, by saying, if you're listening to this message, it's it's meant for you. And, and it feels very important. Even I myself will find myself wanting to listen because they're promising that this message is for me. 
And what ends up happening is that because uh, the TikTok or the Instagram algorithms can feel random even though they're absolutely not, that kind of sales pitch at the beginning of videos is, is very effective in getting views, getting engagement, but more often than not, making someone believe that that message is actually for them. And there's this YouTube channel uh, called Moon, and they have this video titled TikTok, the most evil business in the world. And in this video, they break down how intelligent the TikTok algorithm is to where if it can detect that you are more susceptible to mental illnesses like depression or anxiety, it is more likely to recommend you videos specifically in that niche to the point where all the videos on your For You page will specifically be about mental illnesses. And, and, and it gets even worse where there's been even reports and cases where the more people watch videos about mental illnesses, like let's say there, there was a, a whole section dedicated to, to rats, to the point where there was literally people develop, developing symptoms of Tourette's despite never having any form of predisposition or previous history with it. So if, if you have been on TikTok and, and you've been someone that watches these spiritual videos, you, you can see that there's not just a lot of, oh, this message is for you type videos, but there's a lot of uh, people talking about demons, evil spirits, ghosts, you know, the fae, like uh, all these different spiritual entities. And oftentimes the alluring factor is, is, is the hashtag horror or, you know, wanting people to be intrigued because because they, they're like kind of poking at a part of, 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 of life that is mysterious enough or that is shrouded in enough darkness to the point where it's scary. So they're like, you know, getting you to, they're clickbaiting you with this fear. Or they're offering hacks to show you how to astral project faster or how to lucid dream instantly. And as Laura Ascents put it, this is information that is delivered irresponsibly by people who more likely than not are not even doing any of this themselves, but in fact are just taking content that they have learned about and saw that got engagement because let's let's be honest, it's it's very interesting. And then just made a video about it themselves and just put it out there. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to content creation, and once you know you start getting monetized, you start getting money, it's it's less about the message that you're putting out, you know, putting out like responsibly, and it's more about profit. It's more about the, the views, the content, the engagement. And I say this as someone who has been consistently content creating for I would say three, four months now, and has been walking this line of you know, there's there's been times where I'm like, OK, I got to make these Instagram poetry reels, but the, I'm, I'm writing for the content creative process of, of getting the engagement. You know, I finally got to the point on Instagram where I figured out my aesthetic. I like I, I figured out like what I want my look to be. And, and it can be said that that once you identify your niche, your look, your style, your aesthetic, you all you start. It's like becomes a machine and you're creating, you know, within this, you know, box here for yourself because you're like, well, this is how the algorithm knows to pick me up. And it becomes less about about in, you know, genuine, you know, creations where I'm spending I'm not spending the, the time to create something original you know, I'm just putting my poem on a video that I got from Pexels and, you know, editing it to make it look like my style and putting it out there. 
And when it comes to TikTok, I, I found that when I had my first, you know, post go semi-viral, I, I started thinking, oh, well, now I got to keep it going. Oh, what are the messages that I could talk about? And of course, lucid dreaming and astral projection and how to find your spiritual purpose were like at the top of my list. I mean, I literally made a podcast episode like about a month or so ago that that's titled Finding Your Spiritual Purpose, because those are buzzwords that get people to click. Right. And then that's the part of, of, of creating a business, whether it's on spirituality or art, you want engagement. That's the way to grow. I mean, that's the reason why in the beginning of my episodes, I'm asking people to rate and review. You know, I, I'm trying to grow in this, but I, I can't discuss or even begin to talk about this this subject of false prophets without calling myself out there because there are many people who have said that the time of prophets is is over it's done and for the longest time i didn't want to believe it but i i've hit a point where it's true the time of prophets is over this is the time of the people i remember there was a time where i was feeling really lost and i was thinking about what i really wanted to do and I remember telling my friend Kellen, I was like, hey, man, you know what I really want to do is I want to be a prophet. I want to be a prophet of God and share the word, share the truth. And and I remember his response, you know, he was like, yo, like, what are you talking about? Like, everybody's a prophet. Like, you know, everybody has a piece of the truth, you know, in their hearts. Everybody has something important to say. Everybody is a prophet. So what do you mean that you want to be a prophet? You already are. And at the time, those words just, I mean, I, I didn't really resonate. I feel like he wasn't listening. But, you know, I sit with him to this day and I was like, yo, you know, he's right. We are all prophets. Like at first, when I when I thought of this episode being false prophets, I thought the message was going to be, yo, you know, make sure you pay attention and you don't listen to these people trying to lead you astray. But the, but the real message is we are all prophets. We all have the potential to share the word of the creator, the word of truth in a way that changes the lives of others. Because we all have a responsibility to do so. We are all playing a part in the ascension of, of this earth. Like I said before, the earth cannot be become a fifth dimensional realm until the majority of people are are vibrating and operating at a fifth dimensional frequency and so how do we get there it starts with each of us as an individual practicing fifth dimensional frequencies us accepting ourselves us applying love and patience to our lives us showing empathy to ourselves and thus showing empathy to others us seeing this world as an extension of ourselves and ourselves as an extension of this world seeing the creator in all things around us even the most mundane putting less attention on right or wrong and more attention on what is satisfying and nurturing to us. That is how we do it. So, so when people talk about false prophets, I, I think there was a time to say that there were people who, and there are still people now who will pretend to prophesize, who will pretend to be connected to source and to share all these messages, but they come with hidden intents. Some of those may be to profit off, off these messages. Some of them may be unintentional and, you know, people like me, they want to create, they want to monetize their content. And along the way, they, they, they lose themselves. Maybe people with direct hidden agendas of manipulating others, whatever it is. Yes, there, there are times where people will fake it. 
But more than anything, I think that the term false prophets also feeds into the imposter syndrome that we feel when we step into our, our truth that we are all divine. Listen, when I say that God is within you and that you are God, what I mean is that within you are all of the elements of divine creation that also had a role in creating this world. What I mean is that within you is a divine spark that is akin to the sun. What I mean is that what you are is sacred because life itself is sacred and as humans we have the beautiful opportunity to interact with our reality and alter it. What I mean is that because there is what the hermeticists call the all, that the creator is really just an amalgamation of everything put together and we are a part of that everything. What I don't mean is the egotistical word of God that has this implication of we can do whatever we want, which results in, in mass oil spills in the ocean and rivers. Right, genocide and war, slavery, that, that's not the kind of godhood I am talking about. There, there was a, a TikTok I saw about uh, if, if God was water, and, and it reminded me of this, I, I, I forget if I read it in the Tao Te Ching, but this concept of the Tao is, is like water, it is content to, to spend its life in the lowest of places. Water can, can be a part of raging rivers of, of immense oceans, but it is also content to be a puddle. It is content to be in a cup. And Anthony, in, in the last podcast episode, The Spirit of Combat, brought up Bruce Lee's teachings of be like water and, and talking about the flexibility and, adapt, and the adaptability within that message. And, and I think water is such a beautiful element to symbolize what godhood is because it's adaptable, it is flexible, it can be ruthless, and it could be gentle, it can be healing. And when we begin to approach our true nature, our true divine nature, it is easy to, to fall prey to the, the imposter syndrome that says, I, I really can't be that incredible, I can't be that majestic. So when I say beware of false prophets, yes, I, I, I'm telling you to use your intuition. You know, I, I made a TikTok, Jorge Quintana Poetry, about how not every spiritual message is for you. You got, you got to use your own discernment when you take in information to see if it's worth applying into your life. But what, when I, what I also mean when I say beware of false prophets is... Number one, you shouldn't be listening to people that don't trust in who they are. If people can't trust their word, then what they are offering you is tainted and faulty. And number two is if you start to share the word, if you start to share the truth, trust that you are worthy of it. Trust that you are divine and pure of heart to, to hold it to know it and, and to want to share it to others. It's perfectly understandable to be very focused on, on the truth and wanting specifically to avoid the lies. But I, I often reference this example, or um, at least to myself, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but if God is the all, right, infinity, you know, the creator is everything. And lying is well within that circle of everything. Therefore, the lie is part of the creator and the creator is true. Therefore, if we really think about it, nothing is really a lie. 
if anything, a lie, the only difference between a lie and a truth is, is that a lie will try to stray you away from the path. But, you know, that's why they have that saying, everything that's done, done in the dark will always come to light. If you've ever had somebody lie to you, you know, the reason you know they lie to you is because you eventually found out. So beware of false prophets and, and beware of false messages. Not everything is is for you. Not everything is for us. Something, you know, there there I believe that there's no such thing as wasted knowledge, but there is such a thing as extra. There is such a thing as, as oversaturation. We don't need to apply everything that we see online. Especially during this time where there, there's so many content creators, there are so many healers, there are, there's so much information out there on, on paths that you can take towards your enlightenment and ascension. And, and I'm reminded by, by something Anthony talked about last episode is it's, you know, you don't want to get caught in idolizing, you know, like that parable in the Bible when, when uh, Abraham comes down with the Ten Commandments, you know, de- delivered directly uh, by God. And, and he comes down and his people are there worshiping, you know, uh, sta- golden statues of cows. Kind of like how athletes and celebrities have their their statues, you know, uh, you know, built. I remember, in, I think it was in Germany, Beyonce, you know, it's a big Beyonce head made out of gold. And football, and when I say football, I'm not talking about American football. I'm talking about European, you know, Latin American football. Uh, it it is customary to build statues of your greatest players outside of stadiums. And so what happens when you idolize, when you put all your love, your, you know, your energy, your prayers onto this person, you're literally feeding their life force. Why do you think, you know, athletes, you know, uh, are, are big on wanting people to attend? I remember there was, there was this whole controversy in the NBA. I remember Steph Curry being a big proponent of wanting people to show up to games. And, and yes, it, it's, it's, of course, beautiful to feel supported. But as an athlete and as a performer, let me tell you that the, the crowd does quite literally energize you. And that's not even getting into the people that, you know, have, you know, posters, pictures hanging on their walls, blankets, pillows. I mean, these are all the foundations of an altar. You know, you literally have their pictures there for you to honor and, you know, revere. That's literally the foundation of idol worship. You have their picture there. You pray to them. You pray for them. You, you know, you, you feel goosebumps, you know, with everything that they do. You follow everything about them. You respect them. You defend them. You speak highly of them. That's the same thing people do with entities that they work with, whether it's a god like Aphrodite or La Santa Muerte or, you know, a, a Dios de Santeria. Like, that's literally how you form a relationship with the spirit. And people are doing this with humans, you know, you know, but all that aside, when you were idol worshiping, when you were idolizing, you are now seeing another human being as possessing qualities, as possessing a vitality that you yourself don't have. When you are worshiping a person, you are quite literally acknowledging their superiority over you. So ultimately, what I take from Abraham's parable of people, you know, worshiping, um, I, you know, I, the idols of the cows instead of, you know, the creator is you are not connecting directly to source. You are connecting to another person who is drawing their energy from who knows where. 
there is a, a, a shamanic uh, student that I that I greatly appreciate. His name is Mateo. I've referenced him before. He runs the Alchemy of Self podcast, and I've referenced it uh, in in the past when I've done episodes on shamanism and and the shaman's perspective on on, on the, the fall of humanity. But on the Alchemy of Self podcast, he has this cool little tidbit on the etymology of discipline. And, and as he put it, the etymology of discipline is being a disciple too. So discipline is just you being a disciple to your own godly nature. Discipline is a form of self-love. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, you should worship yourself, but I think there's something to be said when we talk about self-love, when we talk about, you know, the the fuel needed for discipline, for for this practice of, of getting rid of what no longer serves us to bring in what nurtures us. You know, it, it can be it, its own form of, of, of self-worship, of acknowledging that we deserve to be revered, that we deserve to be loved, that we are worthy of it. We are the truth. We are the truth. We are the ones. And if you're hearing this, you are the one. You are the prophet. You are the messenger of the most high. And you are godly and divine and beautiful. I see you. I recognize you. We are one. We are the same. And we, we are worthy of, of, of entering this new phase of our lives with love. So beware of the false prophets and beware of the false beliefs within you that say that you are not the truth. Because believe me, and I, I swear this by all things divine, you are worthy. You are the one. You are the physical manifestation of the most high God in the flesh, divinity in human corporeal form. I believe in you. I believe in us. And I believe that where we are going is, is the promised land that has been talked about by prophets of old. And the way we get there is by acknowledging our divine truth because when we acknowledge that we are divine we acknowledge that the world we live in is divine because we are an extension of the world and the world is an extension of us and thereby all people around us are an extension of us and we an extension of them we are all one all is divine all is sacred and we get to be a part of this beautiful creation Thank you so much for tuning into this beautiful episode. Please rate and review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at The Spirits and Poetry. You can also follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at Jorge Quintana Poetry. Much love. Till next time.